My name is Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at NoahMorePartys, and this is the Hero RB Show on the Campus to Canton podcast feed. Depending on the recruiting service you like to look at, Carson Steele was either a zero or a two-star prospect in the recruiting class of 2021, and he ended up signing with Ball State University. He had a preferred walk-on offer to Purdue, and then scholarship offers to some FCS schools like Indiana State and Southern Illinois. During his true freshman season in 2021, he put up 1,048 yards from scrimmage and scored seven touchdowns, numbers that were good for a 22% dominator rating that comes in at the 81st percentile among true freshman running backs who would go on to play in the NFL since 2007. Those numbers were also posted on a Ball State team that went 6-7 and seven and was of just 16th percentile quality according to Bill Connolly's S&P Plus rating system. And given that production and given the quality of team that he was playing on, Carson Steele's true freshman season is most comparable to the true freshman seasons of past players like Kevin Smith, Elijah McGuire, Elijah Mitchell, Jarrett Patterson, and Brian Hill. Steele was also pretty impressive as a runner last year on relatively high volume, and while seeing very heavy box counts relative to what the other guys at Ball State were seeing, he averaged 1.27 yards per carry greater than a group of running back teammates that was not very good. They <laughs> averaged 0.08 stars as high school recruits, a 0th percentile group. I believe that's the lowest I've ever seen. And given the situation that he was in, given the volume, given the talent level of his teammates and things like that, an NFL-quality running back in Carson Steele's situation would have been expected to average 1.38 yards per carry greater than his teammates. Steele, in reality, averaged 1.27 yards per carry greater than other Ball State backs. So that's lower than we would expect an NFL-quality running back in his situation. But that expectation is based on career numbers, and Steele was a true freshman. So cut him a little slack. He outdid his teammates to a pretty significant degree. That yards per carry plus number is in the 79th percentile. He ripped off 10-yard runs at an 83rd percentile rate that was 5% greater than other Ball State running backs. Given the box counts that he was seeing, the average carry for Carson Steele was worth 158% the output of other Cardinal running backs. That's a 92nd percentile box-adjusted efficiency rating, and his relative success rate was even more ridiculous. In the 99th percentile, he was succeeding on 16% greater of his carries than his teammates were, given the box counts that he was seeing, given the down-and-distance situations that he was carrying the ball in. His ancillary metrics are also decent. He was a quality tackle breaker last season, 73rd percentile in missed tackles forced per attempt, just kind of decent in the open field. He only converted 25% of his 10-yard runs into 20-yard runs, and based on his team relative efficiency metrics from last season, the top 10 most similar seasons to Carson Steele's 2021 from just a rushing efficiency standpoint, among college running backs in the last four years, there are a lot of nice names, a lot of NFL names in that top 10 list. Guys like Josh Johnson, Nico Evans, Mateo Durant, Zach Moss, Jamar Jefferson, Rakeem Boyd, and then current college running backs like Dwayne McBride, Braylon Allen, and Sean Tucker. A lot of these guys got shots in the NFL. A lot of them are some of the most exciting Debbie prospects currently in college football. That's pretty good company for Carson Steele. As a receiver, he was lightly used, but fairly efficient overall. He only caught, I believe, 12 passes on a third percentile target share. Um, he wasn't split out wide or in the slot very often. 
kind of primarily operating out of the backfield, though he was targeted 5.6 yards downfield on average. That's a 96th percentile A dot, and he caught a lot of his targets. His catch rate was 86% in the 83rd percentile. His true catch rate was 92%. He averaged 11.2 yards per target. That's in the 94th percentile, 88th percentile in yards per reception. Not great numbers in yak per reception, but four out of his 12 targets came on wheel routes where he's, you know, that's where his, his A dot comes from. And if you're, you know, blowing by a, a linebacker trying to cover you downfield, you know, laying out for a pass, the opportunities for Yak in that situation, unless you're completely wide open, are not quite as readily available as they would be on like a screen pass. So, so it makes sense that he's not, you know, making things happen after the catch, given that such a large portion of his targets came on like downfield throws. But his route tree as a true freshman, not incredibly advanced. 26th percentile route diversity. He wasn't targeted at a high rate given the routes he was running. His route adjusted target earnings number is just in the 37th percentile. And so I think he, he, he flashed some things as a receiver, but we haven't seen him fully unlocked. And there's really not enough here to say whether he is a guy with a lot of potential in that area or if he just like caught some fluky passes downfield that are boosting his numbers. Right now, Steele is listed at 6 foot 1 and 215 pounds, and based on historical weight gain patterns for eventual NFL running backs, I project that he'll be 5 foot 11, 6 eighths of an inch, and 220 pounds in his eventual pre-draft cycle. There's not a lot of information out there about Steele's athletic profile. I believe it's draftscout.com that does like the 40 range projections, and they kind of have him slotted in for like a, a mid to low 4-6 right now. Who really knows? But right now, Steele is being ranked over at CampusToCanton.com as the RB73 in Debbie overall and as the RB20 in the class of 2024. He's being drafted as the RB79 overall and as the RB20 in the class of 2024. He's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised to see stay in school for all four years. I could see him being a 2025 guy rather than coming out after his junior season. And I do think it makes sense to be apprehensive about a lightly recruited running back from a G5 school, but beyond catching like 25 plus passes, there's not a lot more that you could have asked for from Steele as a true freshman. He already has good size, he already handled a sizable workload, and on that workload, he was far more efficient than his teammates while facing defenses that were stacking the box to stop him. The things that give me pause are that I think a strong athletic profile could be important for the NFL to take this guy seriously given that he comes from a small school, doesn't have, you know, this nice this nice pedigree backing him up, and frankly, because he's a white dude who's also from a small school, and it seems like he might not have that strong athletic profile. And because of that, it's going to be imperative for him to maximize the rest of his profile in order to, like, remove all doubt, which, in this situation, means refining his skills as a receiver. He might not end up with, like, the gaudy numbers that someone like Jarrett Patterson put up at a smaller school, but I think Steele is on track to be a better NFL prospect, than Jarrett Patterson was. He's bigger, he's more involved in the passing game, his rushing efficiency numbers are way up there, and I'd be taking tentative shots on him at cost in the hopes that he can add like a low 4-5-40 and some legitimate receiving chops to a profile that already has an encouraging foundation.